Dear Father in heaven, we come before you this morning hour. We present ourselves before you as, a, as an assembly of, of believers, of those that call upon thy name. Dear Father, as much as we are encouraged and uh, strengthened to see each other, and uh, the love does abound from seeing, from, from seeing and beholding each other in the flesh, dear Father, we come here to, to, to meet thee in a special way, to engage with thy spirit in a special way as we read thy word together, as we meditate on it. Dear Father, we ask for thy presence, for the filling of thy spirit. We are weak and frail apart from thee, but with thee, dear Father, we can do all things. We can have confidence and boldness that exceeds our temporary frame, uh, the, the mortal frame we've been given, or the limited time span we've been given, dear Father. We can live lives that have eternal impact, eternal weight of glory, dear Father, because of faith and trust in thee. Dear Father, we realize that there is so much contained in thy word, and we, uh, we need it. We need it on a daily basis. But dear Father, as we read it this morning, we ask for a special portion, a special uh, division from, from thy spirit to speak to us, weak and frail as we are. We pray, dear Father, for governments, for authorities, for those people like us that are in high places and have been placed in high places, not just by the will of man, dear Father, but by thy permission and by thy foresight, dear Father. And we know that there are many that are godless that are in power, dear Father, but we pray for them. We're, we're commanded to do so. And we do that with, uh, with open hearts, dear Father, praying that thou wouldst work in their lives, that thou wouldst uh, call all men to, to salvation, that thou wouldst call everyone to realize that they are mortal frame and that they will one day stand before the final authority, the judge of all. So we pray for governments. We pray for wisdom for them. We pray for uh, our brothers and sisters, uh, our older brothers and sisters that uh, we haven't seen for months now. Dear Father, we pray for strength and for encouragement for them. Dear Father, we, as we pray this, we're convicted to, we know our own shortcomings in regards to care and uh, caring for each other. Dear Father, we uh, pray also for uh, our young ones, uh, the, the babies that are growing up in a world that's uncertain, that's increasingly uncertain, that seems to be spinning out of control. We pray for our young people that hopefully may realize this and not place stock in this world or trust in devices of man. Dear Father, we pray for them that they would see clearly and that they would choose now, this day, to serve you with their whole heart. Lastly, dear Father, we uh, pray for believers everywhere they are, uh, many that we don't know. Uh, we hope there are many still in this world, in all corners of this world, spreading and growing like a, a leaven, uh, dear Father, a good leaven that is, is um, bearing fruit, dear Father, that is growing and, and one day will redound to glory, dear Father. We pray for those believers that are in difficult circumstances, that are persecuted, as we still live in such relative ease and comfort. Dear Father, we pray all these things in the name of Jesus, looking to him, knowing what he has done and accomplished, a desire to live and abide by his words, dear Father. We pray this in his name. Amen. Uh, for this morning's meditation, I'd like to turn to Psalm number 73. Psalm 73. 
Psalm number 73, a psalm of Asaph. Truly, God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them about as a chain, violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt, speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh throughout the earth. Therefore his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How doth God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world, the increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say, I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. How they were brought into desolation, as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awaketh, so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I, and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by, thy, by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside me. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart, and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go abhorring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all that works. I read to the end of the psalm. This is Psalm 73. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. As we often do at the, or sometimes I've done at the beginning of a, a message, um, and as I've heard other brothers do as they expound God's word, uh, maybe the first place to start is a challenge to each one of us this morning, a challenge as to why we've come. 
and, and the purpose of doing that to challenge each one of us is to turn our, our gaze inward, our thoughts to our, our hearts. Why have we come here this morning? It's good to see each other, as, as I mentioned in the prayer, and it's, it's um, encouraging. Um, but I hope that each one of us has come to encounter God in a special way uh, through our, our gathering here. And not that this building is anything special, it's just a building, it's, it's bricks and, and mortar and wood. But we realize through the, through the promise of God's word that there is a special presence uh, that as we gather together, there's a special presence of God. We encounter him in a special way as we, uh, as we gather this morning. So I, I hope that would be the, the intention with which we, we come. It's not just a matter of habit. It's Sunday again or I have a kind of vague, guilty feeling if I, if I don't come or I don't attend. But if there should be a desire to see God as, as you see the psalmist in this passage, a pivotal turning point for him was coming to the house of God, coming to uh, meet with God's people, but specifically with God in a special way, at a place that he had, had designated. The second challenge as we begin, uh, as we think about what we've read, as we begin to think about what it means for our lives, is how honest are you willing to be this morning with, with God and with yourself? This psalmist was honest. It was painfully honest. He didn't hide his, um, his slipping from himself, his state, his desperate state. He was well nigh gone. His steps had well nigh slipped. His feet were almost gone in the second verse. So how honest are you this morning and am I this morning as we 